Welcome to Another Day Above Ground, a show for, by, and about baby boomers. It's the podcast for people who have no idea how to download a podcast. And now, here's your host, Dale Irvin. Well, thank you, Farad, and welcome to all of our baby boomer buddies. It's time once again for you to put down the crossword puzzle and the Reader's Digest and, and take a listen to us because we're your people. We are the baby boomers our parents warned us about. Anyhow, it's another day above ground, and we're going to talk all things boomer. But first of all, let me introduce my, uh, my partners in this venture, joining us from Denver, Colorado. It's the lovely and talented Carolyn Strauss. And we are talking Boomer. We are talking Halloween. We're talking Christmas decorations that are already 30% off. And it's only October. <laughs> They're crowding out the Halloween decorations, you know? They are. This is so upsetting. Oh, I went to buy a patio umbrella the other day. Let's have a conversation about that possibility in October. Really? They got rid of all the patio uh, umbrellas in Colorado? They told me that I could sit under a Christmas tree because that's the Christmas trees are now in the place where the patio furniture was. Okay. Well, yeah, but you can't really decorate a patio umbrella that well. Joining us from Indiana, please welcome the Aristotle of comedy, Mr. Tim Slagle. Hey, there's patio umbrellas all over Florida right now. <laughs> oh, man. You want to pick one up. <laughs> yeah, but to lift up one of those boats to get to it is just... <laughs> hey, here's a little news item you might be interested in. Uh, uh, right now, people are warning uh, that, that, that they have found fentanyl. They have found... <laughs> I just blew it. They found Snickers bars in your fentanyl. That was going to be the joke. <laughs> We'll, just... we'll, fi we'll fix that in the post-production. Oh, right. yeah. I, I do the editing. Are you kidding? <laughs> we'll just leave it at patio umbrellas. <laughs> well, if you, uh, if you are watching us on, uh, on YouTube, you may notice that we're, uh, we're, we're ready for Halloween. Carolyn is in front of a, uh, uh, well, she had a witch's hat, but she took it off, and she's in front of several pumpkins, and Tim is in some glorious haunted mansion, and I'm in the woods, and I, I'm wearing my costume. I'm going to be a minute man. I'm not real proud of that, but it's the truth. And uh, so, <laughs> baby, your age, really? Might, might as well go with it. You know, yeah, you just you just got to catch the right minute. Oh, well, it is Halloween. What are you guys going to do for Halloween? Do you, do you have people come to your door? Do you give them uh, snacks? What What's the deal? Well, I think we talked about it last year that my house was the candy corn house growing up where my mom got those little bags of candy corn. So we had almost nobody come to our house after the first couple of years at Halloween. Nobody came. But, oh, I went to a party the other day. I went to a friend's 70th birthday party. And it was a party. There were like 50 people, none of whom I knew except the birthday guy and his partner. And we out there and I was like there's nothing sweet here you know there's no there's no candy or anything and the woman I was with pulled a bag of Brock's candy corn out of her purse and said I've got sweets and poured them in one of the drink glasses and put it on the table they were gone in five minutes every single person boomers who were at this party came over and took a handful of candy corn but that's the most disgusting candy there is. No, oh, no, worse. no. I disagree. Orange really? circus peanuts. 
Oh, there you go. I've used those for, for insulation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of when you think of Halloween? You think of uh, pumpkins or jack-o'-lanterns? You think of little kids going door-to-door dressed up? What are, what are the Halloween things? Ghosts, I guess. And... Uh, skeletons and and what else and we had the the vampire last year we had our resident vampire so if you guys are listening to this and want to hear an interview with a vampire the real one um (laughs) you can go to our archives and listen to an old show now there's an idea because we were in the middle of the pandemic last year at halloween so you're talking about everybody who came had to wear a mask so there's no there's no costume stretch there well, that's so. That's right. So we did last year. We did have a, a vampire. This year, however, I think we've outdone ourselves because the one thing that a lot of people think, and that Carolyn dressed up as, is a witch. So what we wanted to do was to talk to a real live witch, and thanks to Tim, we found us one. She uh, she goes by the name of Morgan. I don't think you're a card carrying witch, but you're a you're a witch in training. And uh, Morgan, welcome to another day above ground. Hello, thank you for having me. I, is that the correct term? You're a, you're a, a, a witch pledge or something or or. Um, no, I think I can probably be considered a bona fide witch. I mean, you know. Um, there's really no classes you take or licenses. You know, you don't get in front of some woman with a green skin and a big nose and have to, you know, recite your, you know, double, 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 double toil and troubles. <laughs> Don't so you anybody have... anybody no. can be a witch then. Um, you know, what's interesting is the concept of witchcraft is it's actually really much in your everyday life. Um, every time you say something like, like your, um, your affirmations, like I am successful, I am smart. That's actually a small form of witchcraft and spellcasting because you're putting something about you into the universe to come back to you. Huh, so that board that, uh, that Carolyn does every, every new year's, that's, that, that's a witch- vision board definitely falls into witchcraft. It's oh. manifestation. It's huh. seeing what you want and going after it with a daily reminder. Don't you have to be a member of a coven to be an official witch? No, because a lot of covens, I mean, it sounds so stupid, but some of them are just like a bunch of people that are like a little special and weird. And I'm going to talk it. I'll say that. <laughs> Sometimes there's a lot of people I'm like, okay, you're too weird. Um, I do call my clique of friends. We call we joke and call ourselves a coven. But it's no different than any other clique of friends who get together and, you know, go get you know Mexican food on Saturday afternoons and then go shopping. And put spells on the men who don't hit on you. It's hard. It's great. Or the men that do hit you. Like those guys that kept going fun when we hear about one of those and we're like, oh goody, it's going to be at a cemetery at midnight on a full moon with wasp paper and some of his hair. <laughs> Did you ever like turn a guy into a frog or anything? You know, that'd be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool, but then you have to feed it. I don't really want to go fight <laughs> You don't want to feed them when they're human. You don't want to feed them when they're reptiles. We just do not want to have to feed them. Right. So what, uh, you know, first of all, do you have, I got to ask because it seems stereotypical, but do you have a a black cat? I do have a black cat. There you go. (laughs) I know it. I know it. And let me guess. I'm guessing the cat's name is probably something like Salem. No, his name is not Salem. I I personally, I think, uh, which naming their cat Salem is like someone who is Jewish naming their cat Auschwitz. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't believe you went there. <laughs> <laughs> um, you cannot, say, no. can I 
shit and demonizing a certain sect of people based off the teachings of somebody random. No, his name is Nigel because I watch way too much BBC. (laughs) (laughs) My head just exploded. I was born in Salem. I grew up in Salem. I spent my whole life with like the witches of Salem and the Cabot Street witches and and in all the spell shops and stuff. And for you to equate it with what you did, my head hurts. Um, you have a spell to make my headache go away. <laughs> um, water and something called Tylenol. That usually helps. Close your eyes for about 20 minutes in a dark room. You should feel better. <laughs> it's a magic potion. It's a magic potion. Now, do, you have any, do you have any adverse uh, reactions to water? No, I, no. No? People no. Well, can splash like water on you and you don't know? Like, if it's rainy out, my hair will frizz. That's about it. Ah, okay. Yeah. What else do I know about witches? Oh, do you dance naked? No, but I did once at Burning Man when I was like 20, but I don't think that counts. <laughs> but it's mandatory there. Right, so. I mean, and I was 20, I was like, so. That's the age when you're supposed to do stuff like that. No, not so much. You're not supposed to do it at our age just because other people don't want to see it. Uh, That's why we don't dance naked now. That's why you wait till midnight. <laughs> Under a cloudy full moon. Yes, even better. Everybody else is asleep. It's cool. Yeah. You just it's like no, you need a sweater. <laughs> so what's the what's an average day for a witch? I mean, what 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 do you do? Do you just depends wake on, up? You wake up, go work out. Kind of depends. There's different types of witchcraft. Now this is good. Um, there's different practitioners, people who believe different philosophies behind it. Um, there's kitchen witches, which most of our grandmothers were. As you take the herbs that you have in your house and you kind of make little concoctions that way, then you've got people who maybe are more into Santeria that you know do more thing, um, do their rituals. Then you've got people who follow Norse magic and um, um, hoodoo and stuff like this. So there's different types, and it's different for each person. I get up, I let the dog out, feed the cats wonder why i have dog and cats and kind of start the day it's pretty it's pretty normal um i do work as a professional psychic so usually wake up i work out of my home and just kind of start checking messages and go to work we'll work out then go to work and by that i mean reading tarot cards for people and stuff like that and helping them with what are the trials and tribulations they have going on so you can you predict the future then or a little bit, yeah. I've had some really strange things happen to me um, through my life that I just are very uncanny. Um, the one where I actually realized I was a little different than everybody else is when the Challenger blew up. I remember seeing it about a week beforehand, and I couldn't understand why no one was upset. Like, I knew it happened, and then when it actually happened, I couldn't understand why people were upset. I'm like, this happened a week ago. That's like the Twilight Zone where the guy tried to go back and stop the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, um, it's just things like that. Like, I've known things about people. I have I remember I was a kid, and this is um, some of the weirdest stories. I um, My parents were visiting some friends of theirs, and their TV room was, like, also the guest room. And I remember walking in and seeing a cat on sitting on the bed, and I was all excited, like, oh, there's a cat. And I said something, and the woman goes, oh, no, my cat just died. I was like, oh, this is awkward. And then I remember looking into a corner, and very a la the um, Sixth Sense M. Night Shyamalan, I see a woman standing there that no one else was acknowledging. And that's when I began to realize, yeah, maybe I'm a little different. Maybe there's something I'm strange. But luckily, all my friends, we all kind of like spooky stuff and ghost stories. And 
horror movies that I kind of went, oh, okay, these things are based in some sort of reality. Not quite reality, but there is something there. I was just uh, I was just in in Cleveland for a uh, for a wedding, oh, and I was staying. Yeah, I was staying at a hotel in, nearby, and it happened to be the headquarters that weekend for pretty much the the Comic Con of horror movies. Oh, it was a horror movie fest, and most of the people dressed the part. <laughs> it was it was very kind of spooky walking in there going uh can i have a room so you know? so did they dress up like the perps or the victims both both i saw guys with horns coming out of their heads and guys with their arms chopped off and yeah all kinds of really weird stuff related to horror movies i went down to the desk there and i said you know there there's actually two horror stations on the tv here um fox news and cnn (laughs) (laughs) don't scare the hell out of anybody (laughs) so um have you ever uh, put a spell on anybody yeah a few times (laughs) can Um, you teach us how to do that i can i can actually teach you guys one very simple um it's a money spell because that's what everybody wants love and money and you would do this one the day after the full moon to the f- day after the new moon to the day of the full moon. And what you're going to want to do, take notes, is grab a green candle. Doesn't matter if it's a uh, votive, half burnt from Christmas, a second candle to represent you, a dollar bill, and a penny. And what you're going to do is you put your dollar bill and the penny on your kitchen table or on a cookie sheet on your oven. Doesn't matter as long as it's fire safe. You're going to take the green candle, put it on one side, and you're going to put um, the other candle representing you and put it on the other side. And you're about on maybe an inch so you don't set fire to the dollar bill. And you're going to light that for about 20 minutes. And that's a money spell. And that's to bring in money to you. Money that's owed to you is usually what, what that will manifest. Uh, sometimes we'll bring in money like, hey, you found a little extra or you were paid extra for something. <laughs> and the best example is when I had learned that, I think I was 18 years old. And as a couple of friends and I were sitting around and one of the women, she had um, some Christmas votives. One was green, one was red, one was gold, and she had some white candles. So we put that together for all of us. Her husband ended up getting paid extra on a Christmas bonus. One of the other guys who was there, he got paid more for a delivery job. And I received a residual check from an acting job I had done, and I was not expecting any more money. So all three of us, within about two weeks, received more money than we were expecting. And it was all kind of out of the blue. So it's one day after the full moon before the, the moon. For the new moon. The new moon, the new moon. Yeah, sorry, the new moon until the full moon. So the like the the the, the actual day after, or you skip a day. Oh, the actual day after. So if the, um, our next new moon, I think, is October twenty fifth. So October twenty sixth, okay. any time of day, where you're sitting, at least as long as you got twenty minutes to just chill and relax with it, and you can leave it. And if it's the candles don't match, that's fine. Just as long as one is green and one represents you. Oh, okay, and then you put the penny and the dollar in between it. Yes. And that does not change with inflation. No, well... It, I was going to say, if you, use a hundred, if you use a $100 bill, does it make more money come? You know, sometimes I find that being more humble can actually work out better for you. Because mm. if you're uh, showing, if you trouble. have a $100 bill... And, and it's kind of, you're kind of asking the years, like, well, I have money, but I want more. A dollar bill is pretty humble. So, and if you're listening in a different part of the world, whatever your lowest form of paper currency and your lowest form of um, coin currency is. 
Well, for all so of you could put a you could get a Zimbabwe dollar. Right. But if you're in Zimbabwe, that would work out. Better. Oh, okay. So and then sim- and then you light you. you light both candles or you just light the green candle? Light both of them. Okay. They don't have to you just long light one and light the other. Doesn't matter which order you do it in. And then do you leave it burn or yeah, for about twenty minutes at least. Uh-huh. Yeah. And okay, then for all of you boomers who are who are interested in this, um, we will be uh, selling the money spell kit. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to include a green candle, another candle, a crisp, crisp $1 bill, and a penny. And we'll yes. put that all in with instructions. It's 1995, and you can pay by uh, PayPal. We'll get that right out to you. And you know what? You are not wrong with some of those witchy shops will charge that for a candle that you can buy at Target for $1.50. They're charging, you know, absorbent, ridiculous price. Absorbent? Um, ridiculous prices. Now, what what kind of a spell would you have for a guy like me? I I got enough money, but I need hair. So how I can I get more hair? By the, um, by the phrase of Rogaine, you can get at the <laughs> local stores. Another magic potion. <laughs> Another magic potion, yes. <laughs> now, that one you have to be very serious about it and make sure you apply that multiple times. Of, um, light, the candle, think- light the candle first and then rub it on your scalp. <laughs> I think that one's just pure witchcraft. <laughs> I have not seen that work. <laughs> I'll just light the candle on my head and people will think I've been to Pentecost. So that'll be good. (laughs) There was actually in Ripley's Believe It or Not, there was a guy that was born with a hole in his head, and he used to plug it up with a candle and walk through the streets. That makes sense. you got to plug it up with something. Yeah. Wow. Oh, God. I know. I went the same place you did. And that's just horrifying. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You too. He wasn't in prison. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, dickhead, come here. Oh, <laughs> uh, you want to screw someone's brains out. Oh. oh, man, I just have to laugh at something that Tim went back to before. It's like, okay, so it's the day after the new moon until the day of the full moon. Yes. Clearly, Tim never had a menstrual cycle. <laughs> he has no clue how to time a month. It was the cutest thing. That was so cute, Tim. <laughs> Don't ask. I'll tell you later. <laughs> it was just great. I know he had a Yamaha for a little while, but and I adjusted had a the cycle. I adjusted the timing on it as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, what would you tell people, Morgan, who don't believe in witches? That's fine. That's your prerogative. Um, it's kind of was like I'm not gonna I'm not not out to prove anything to anybody. Mm. Um, there's a lot of sh- there's a lot of con artists in the industry, mm-hmm. a lot of them. I've called some of them out. She's got a witch's hat on, uh, and I agree. Like there's a lot of people who are out there. And if you go to a, if you go get a reading, like you're at a party and you go get a tarot card reading, and someone says, "Oh, you have a curse on you," walk away. Just walk away because that's just a comment. Oh, I'm gonna have to do cleansings and healings, and it's gonna cost you a thousand dollars. Well, you know. yeah, but if you got a curse on you, it might be worth it. <laughs> right? Do you really have a curse on you, or do you just make a lot of bad life choices? <laughs> <laughs> I know someone like that. 
<laughs> yeah, you know who. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> well, can we have them as guests? I, th I think, actually, I think we have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, do, you have, uh, do you have an official witch suit? I mean, you know, the witch get-up that we are, are all familiar with? And... Probably for a Halloween costume, yeah. But normally I am a pretty casual kind of gal. Uh, there are times when you're feeling maybe a little like in a witchy mood and you want to dress up and you want to feel the part. Sure. But as a rule, no, I'm not walking around with a pointy hat or the big nose. I had that, I had that no, you know, I had the nose job. Uh, <laughs> Do you walk to work or take the broom? Um, actually, lucky I work out of my home, so I can just, so I don't even have to worry about the broom. And besides, you know, with gas prices these days, it's easier just to walk. <laughs> I actually read, I actually read somewhere where the idea of uh, uh, riding on a broom came from. Is that is that apparently the, the these 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 women who people thought were witches would make lots of lotions and concoctions and one of them was a, was like a psychedelic jelly that would actually be like like LSD or mushrooms or something like that and it could be uh, you didn't have to uh, ingest it you could just you could just uh, uh, put it through uh, your skin and what they would do is they would smear it on the end of a broomstick and use your imagination for the rest and uh, uh, <laughs> and that's where the legend of witches riding on brooms to go to go dance with uh, with demons uh, uh, well, well, came from God it was jelly you know geez <laughs> <laughs> I have heard that one before, and uh, the answer is no. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I wasn't accusing you of that. It's it was okay. just a, no, it's okay. it was just an interesting thing I read somewhere, and I don't know why I still think of it often. All right, let's go to pop culture. Did you see the Hocus Pocus movie one and two, and what did you think? Um, I saw the first one. I don't remember, but I remember not being impressed. Okay. Um, just okay. Favorite which movie? Go. Oh, uh, this is going to be so cheesy. Oh, God, Teen Witch from the 80s. Oh, that's it's, funny. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> and it's, you know, you've got the woman, you know, this house is clean. You've got her, Madam Zelda, whatever her name is. I love that one. That's so ridiculous, and it's just a feel-good movie. Like right. that's, I think, my probably my favorite witchcraft movie. Guy's favorite witch movie. Well, I, I I don't really watch any witch movies, but I was a big fan of Samantha when she was, uh, you know, on Bewitched. I thought that was a good thing. So I I don't know if you can crinkle your nose and make stuff happen like that, but she she was fun. If I could, I would probably be living in a penthouse in uh, New York, and I would be married to Benedict Cumberbatch. So, <laughs> I, uh, I I really liked the the Sabrina the Teenage Witch TV series. I it really was cute. that was actually that was actually funny. It actually it actually made me laugh quite regularly. Uh, yeah, it's a cute show. I always enjoyed that one. My I have two favorites. My first one was Witches of Eastwick. 
Oh. With Jack Nicholson and yes. Cher and and Susan Sarandon, I mean Michelle that Pfeiffer. and Michelle Pfeiffer. That is a great movie, and it takes place in a mansion that's actually in a town in Massachusetts near I grew up. And my cousin Elizabeth had a big birthday party there. She rented it for a birthday party, so I got to go to that mansion and hang oh, out. Well, who was that? Yeah, that was really cool. Okay. And then the other one, oh my gosh, I can't believe the name is escaping me, but it's the one. With Sandra Bullock and Practical Magic. Thank you. Practical Magic is my other favorite witch movie. Okay, that's so cute. And what of that guy is like who plays like the love interest who like Ooh. rises from the dead? He's so cute. That Croatian actor. Yes. Yeah, he's kind of. He was also on ER. So I we all I know who's watching him about. on that. And yeah. I remember he, I was reading something that he actually played Hamlet in Croatia, and they translated Shakespeare to Croatian. So it was. I thought that was pretty interesting. I still yeah. think Samantha was pretty hot. <laughs> yeah, but they replaced Darren and nobody cared. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought I thought Endora did that. <laughs> oh, I never thought about that. Yeah, I thought she finally got fed up with Durwood and turned him into a wasp. <laughs> That's funny. Now, is, is there anything that that you can predict, like, let's say, lottery-wise? Lottery-wise is difficult because the numbers are random, and that's what it comes down to, is those numbers are random. Now, um, I have predicted horse races. I've gone to, I remember my friend, my best friend and I were at a casino one time because you could smoke at the time I used to smoke, and we were looking at the roulette table, and I'm calling numbers, and every number was wrong because the table I'm looking at. I, I go, I go, well, I need to, you know, I kind of made fun of myself, and I turn around, and the roulette table behind me had all the numbers I had called. Wow. And one of them was um, green. I called green. And I turned around, and sure enough, it was green. And that's what made me really take notice. Like, oh, my goodness. I was, like, looking at the wrong table. What um, about elections? How about can you do – because here in Illinois – I have a story about that. So okay. I started off college as a political science major and because uh, I really enjoy politics. And this is when I first started working as a professional psychic, working tarot card parties, stuff like that, psychic bears. And the political science class I had to take was during a midterm election – and the professor had a whole list of who's going to win the election. And I just went through and I picked who looked brighter to me. That's the only way I can phrase it. Who looked brighter to me? And he gets the, I get my quiz back or the test back. And he goes, he pulls me aside. He goes, how did you do this? And what are you talking about? Normally it's about 50%. I had about a 75, 80% accuracy on who won the election. He goes, how did you do this? And I said, I just picked who was brighter. Hmm. That well, was it. Well, we don't always elect the brightest candidates. No, we clearly. <laughs> here, here, here in Illinois, we got a governor's race between uh, Tweedledum and Tweedledumber, and uh, <laughs> you know, can, can you can you pick a, a winner right there? Uh, the state of Indiana, because that's where all we're all moving to after this. Well, Jim already <laughs> lives there, so we're going to stay with him. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Morgan. I think you know. One more thing. Why do witches get, get such a bad reputation? Why are they scary? Um, I, I mean, you don't seem like a scary person. You seem like a very nice person. I, I am a nice person. I am. Uh, because I think there's, I think anytime you have anything that's outside of the quote unquote jail to Christian, jail, Judeo Christian. Judeo Christian, thank you. Um, archetype, I think people get afraid of that. And I think it's that goes back to the old lady who lived in the village by herself with her herbs, took away from the wise men and, the preachers and stuff, and when you, a lot of which is um, worship nature and believe that the earth is alive, it's always going to get quote unquote demonized. 
Hmm. Believe it or not, there's actually a large amount of Catholic witches. And I don't think, um, you know, the Wicked Witch of the West, um, you know, helped our story. You know, she's right. right. Dorothy and the little dog. And, you know, we're always in the, even the movie from the 80s, witches, where Angelica Houston's looking all vicious and stuff. Everybody's always scared of witches because they're going to do bad. No, we're actually not. We're just vibing and just want to hang out with our friends and. You know, hope everybody um, gets prosperity. So. Here's a here's a fun fact I learned when I was in Cuba. It, it's there because uh, uh, because they're so uh, the the government really discourages all religion. Mm-hmm. Is that the Santeria and uh, the Catholics use the same facilities? Yes, they, they very share, similar. Yeah, it, it's uh, uh, yeah, all the statues are the same and stuff, but yes. they actually actually share the church. And they'll actually, uh, uh, you'll actually see Catholics worshiping at the same time as uh, practitioners of Santeria. It's uh, very similar. Um, there's a large amount of Catholic witches. There's actually some thought that Catholicism is actually a form of witchcraft hmm. by some evangelicals have that philosophy. Um, I don't count voodoo as a witchcraft because it is a form, it is a subset of Catholicism. So I don't think of that as a witchcraft at all. It's and it's a, it's a religion. Have you guys been to the Vatican? Have you been there in the evening? It is a scary place. I've I seen pictures. Yeah, I have been there. I got to tell you, if you walk around the Vatican, there are some of those very scary dark hallways that it's kind of witchy there. That's all I, I'm saying. I, I walked down one of those hallways by mistake and through a door into the changing room oh. for the for the uh, for the guards, and they, they were they were not happy to see me there, so I quickly quickly left. But anyhow, believe it or not, we uh, Morgan, we've pretty much run out of time, unless of course you can stretch it further. But uh, <laughs> if if people wanted to get a hold of you and take advantage of your uh, psychic abilities, uh, are you comfortable leaving them a, a, an address? I have a I have a um, Facebook page. You can literally just type in Psychic Morgan. And it's a picture of me, and I'm wearing a light blue shirt. Um, and yeah, shoot me a message, and we can talk. Fantastic! Thank you very much for joining us, Carolyn. Any uh, any last words today as we uh, celebrate Halloween and and witches? It is my favorite holiday. You are encouraged to dress up as somebody you're not, talk to strangers, and beg for candy. It is my favorite holiday. Go out and beg for candy. No wonder you're a socialist. Tim, how about you? Um, any, any final words? Hey, if you feel compelled to go to timslegel.com and uh, uh, give me a booking, it's probably because I'm burning a green candle. <laughs> Don't fight the urge. <laughs> <laughs> and if you visit daleirvin.com, that's I-R-V-I-N, you can sign up for my Friday funnies every Friday in your email. I guarantee I will make you laugh with both a written and a video presentation. Other than that, we are glad you joined us. Please share this episode with others. Visit our website, anotherdayaboveground.com, and you can listen to every show we've ever done. Other than that, go out and enjoy today, because today is Another Day Above Ground. And that's it for Another Day Above Ground. For Dale, Tim, and Carolyn, I'm Farad Muhammad. Thanks for listening.